0: Man I worked for had one of the biggest companies in New York City. He didn't own his own company. White man owned it, so they owned him. Nobody owns me, though. Your gangster is not defined.
1: Your gangster is not defined. Your is, not defined.
0: Your is, not defined. Your is not defined by how low your genes fall by your waist, but more how your genes stand and over to his expectations. expectations. Never forgetting where we came your from. Gangster. Your gangster. A gangster is not defined by how many rocks are in your watch, but more how many rocks you move while on your watch. Gangsters,
1: hustlers, Republicans and Democrats, pimps and hoes,
0: conservatives, labor, the seller, the buyer, the product, the producer. So you are what you are. A gangster is absorbed and adored by those that don't understand the laws that govern gangstermen. Gangsters. Gangsterment allows you to make up your own laws and create brand new works. Gangster mentality.
1: Gangster mentality. An American way. Created by the white, mastered by the black, and absorbed by the fiend. Taxed by the governmentality. Governmentality. Chartered by Forbes. If you believe in Jay-Z, then you too can
0: be a gangster. Then you too can be a gangster. By any means necessary. By owning that dream, I mean, it's a long walk to freedom But wow, deep, deep, deep inside the bush
1: The war on terror screams damn it feels good
0: Damn it feels good to be a gangster
1: (laughs) To be a gangster, swagger is not a must
0: It's a liability A cliche A bad scene Cut the the bullshit You know that if it wasn't for this There would be no that Which we call the American Gangster. Remix,
2: remix. Shout out to the Bay Area legend.
3: Shout out to the Bay Area Legend.
1: out to the new
3: city.
1: city shout out to the city big dreams, nice you with a yeah, shout out to you
3: check uh-huh. mic check mic One two one two. steve what is this Episode two of Real Estate of Mind with D'Artagnan Connor and Stephen McCullough.
2: Whew. Wow. <laughs> Episode two. Episode. It feels good to be back. That it does, man. It does Tell the people how you feeling, Steve. Man, I feel, I feel good. Um, I know I said I feel good last week, but this week I feel even better. Oh, Steve double downing on the goods. Man, what about yourself?
3: You know, I actually I said I was feeling better then than I had been in a while, and I'm excited to say that that good feeling has continued
2: oh into this tears. week, we love
3: into this it. episode and everything.
2: we love to hear it.
3: Honestly, man, I think I think the first thing we really should get into is recapping our last five years, Steve. Um, it is 2020 now. We are, Steve graduated from uh, college last year. Tell the people about yourself real yeah, quick. You know,
2: graduated from LMU, Loyola Marymount University in 2019 success thank you thank you um and so yeah you know i i left i graduated from salesian uh, in 2015 so that starts okay uh, take
3: us there 2015 likewise take us back to 2015. did you know right out of the gate you wanted to go to lmu was was
2: lmu even your first choice um, not necessarily. I definitely wanted to go to Morehouse. Okay. In St. John's. Okay. Um, but they didn't offer me enough financial aid. Mm. Okay. Um, definitely wanted to live in, like my decision was based off of, I wanted to live in a big city mm-hmm. and then I wanted to go to one of the better finance programs. Um, got
3: you. So you always, so you knew in that moment in time in 2015 that you definitely wanted to major in finance. Uh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And you knew at that moment in time, did you know you wanted to be a financial advisor?
2: Not necessarily.
3: Okay. What were you envisioning your finance major doing for you
2: in that time? At that point, I, I wasn't really sure. Okay. I just knew that those analytical skills plus those people skills can kind of come together. Okay. But I wasn't sure where in, within finance um, it would lead me to.
3: Got you. Okay. And... When you got to LMU, um, how how was your experience um, that first year? How'd you like it?
2: Um, it was it was pretty pretty solid. Shout out to TLC. Um, it's a program, first year program for for black students. Oh, we gotta get that around. <clears throat> Tell the people a little bit more about TLC. TLC is the learning community, um, and you basically get acclimated on the campus. You you arrive three or four weeks earlier than the rest of the students and you get acclimated you learn about the resources um you know you get to learn about a couple of different of your classmates um and it's just an, it's just a nice program um it was a little harsh at first because you got to listen to what other people want you to say and you feel like you're in college so you want that freedom but um, in the end it worked out uh, for the best honestly that's
3: really good i remember um I remember how excited you were to join that, to get, to get accepted into that program. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Did it help you feel like you, um, you were uh, prepared by the time school started? Like you felt like you were walking in, not feeling like a complete stranger? Yes, yes,
0: absolutely.
2: So I already had like somewhat of a friend group before I even walked, before I even started the first day of school. That's Um, really good. And I also just knew where everything was. And like all the other students really trying to figure it out, I kind of. Had that uh, jump start or head start? Okay. Uh, before school started, so it was pretty pretty cool. That's really dope.
3: Yeah. I love to hear that, man. So ultimately, now, fast forward four years later, did you enjoy your experience? Are you happy that that ended up being the school you chose?
2: Um. Yes, it was very, 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 very. Talk to him. Very very pricey. Talk to um, him. But it it definitely um, turned out for the better. Honestly. Okay. And so, you know, I have a job now. I work in the, in the corporate realm um, for Ameriprise Financial, which is a um, financial advising firm. So, and I'm a, I'm a practice manager. So, um, it all worked out for the better. Honestly.
3: Okay. How did you, um, so where is LMU located for those that don't know? Oh, it's, it's in LA. Okay. So, it's in LA and you said you're from Richmond. So, that's Bay to LA Connect right there. So did you were you excited to make that move to L.A.? Were you nervous in the moment in time? Like,
2: were you born and raised in Richmond, born and raised in Richmond? And the way I kind of grew up is my grand my grandmother who raised me and my little brother uh-huh. um, kind of just raised us to want to see how other people lived on other on the other side of the world in different places, and different cities. Mm. So she kind of wanted us to kind of leave the nest. Got gotcha. you. And uh, when it was my time to go, I was ready. I, was I excited. you. Get <laughs> <laughs> me out of here. Steve said, oh, yeah, nah, I'm ready to go. Get me out of here. So um, touched down in L.A. And, and and just had a ball. Just had a great time. And so that's that's why I'm here. That's why I'm here now. Honestly. I feel
3: you I feel you and haven't have you um and you've pretty much been in LA for now five years it's been, it's been five years yeah. that's crazy what is one of the biggest what are the biggest changes about yourself you'd say you can see within yourself from where you were um 2015 right out of high school to the grown man we know today is uh Stefan McCuller
2: man that's a that's a hard one um I think I would say probably just being more self-aware, okay. of kind of who I am, and um, growing in both, both mentally and spiritually. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, you know, back back in 2015, straight <laughs> out of high school, I was, I was a wild boy. You know, <laughs> I feel you. I, you know, I really, I really, I really grew up during those four years at LMU.
3: That's good. I'm happy for you, man. I remember the first time I pulled up to LMU, man, that campus was beautiful. It's a nice campus. I say, yo. It's a nice campus. It's beautiful. I said, people need to see this. No, absolutely. Yeah, and I I remember how happy I was for you back then, man. I was just like, yo, I know how hard this young brother's been working, so if this is where he lives now, man, oh, boy, don't blow the opportunity and live it up, man. Yeah, yeah. But round of applause for you, Steve. That is fantastic.
2: Thank you. Thank you. So what about yourself? What about your journalist here?
3: Okay. um, My path went a little different, right? So 2015, we're fresh out of high school. In that moment in time, I knew I wanted to move to LA, right? I wanted to get out of the house. I wanted to go. I wanted to leave, right? Things wasn't shifting to go in that way for me, right? Some family things, this and that, technicalities, to the point where I ended up having to stay home, right? And I wasn't in a good space in that moment in time. I had uh, started gaining weight again. I had, um, When it's all said and done, I think I had ballooned back up to like almost 250 at that moment in time. Mm. Um, or no, 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 I'm capping. I think I got, I think I was getting there though. I was for sure on my way um, in that moment in time. Um, I But I decided to go to College of Marin. Um, and the reason I ended up at College of Marin, shout out, first things first, before I go any further, shout out to my College of Marin family. And I want to double down on a shout out to my Amoja family up at College of Marin, man. That school has been one of my... Top two and not two, <laughs> top two or not two schools that I have attended, man. Um, That's we can get it right there. Oh, <clears throat> Honestly, man, I um, so I had to go there, and the reason I ended up there, cause the closest uh, community college for me would have been Contra Costa, um, but in that moment in time, uh, my dad was like, nah, I kind of want you, I want you to look into going over to Marin, right? Like, I wasn't in a good space. I wanted to go away. My closest friends have all now left. And now it's like, I I need to know to buckle down and just handle what I want to handle. You know what I mean? I wasn't trying to be nowhere for too long. I was trying to get in and out and just execute my plan. So I ended up uh, going to College of Marin because I felt like if I have went to Contra Costa, it would have been a little bit too much like high school for me. Because I'd have walked around there knowing everybody, and you know I'm gonna want to ja 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 with my folks a little bit, um, but I didn't have time for that, Steve. I ain't not time for it in the moment. But college of Marin, those first few days was many because for the first time since first grade, I walked the hallways without knowing anybody. Yeah, and that's crazy. If you didn't know, I've known Steve since first grade. That's where our friendship uh, starts from. So in that moment, it was it was a real like, it was a real shock. But through that time, that's where I um, I created Desserts. Through that hard time I was in personally, it did nothing but make me hungry. Oh, it built the fire that's still burning within me now to get us to being where we need to go. I started Desserts. I said I need help funding my education right now. I want to be an entrepreneur. It's time to get to hustling. Yeah, tell the people what Desserts is. Desserts is my dessert business that was started in 2015 to help fund. Fa- fa- excuse me. Too excited to tell you about Desserts. <laughs> Evidently. It helped fund my education. That was the main essence of the goal. It started... The business. It pretty much started off as like a big fundraiser. I started off in... Uh, Thanksgiving of 2015 with my Thanksgiving special. In that moment in time, I started off with my seven up cake and my pound cake. And that's where our slogan, one slice will change your life came from. One slice. One, yo, just one. And it's so crazy because that's when we had started and it kind of just grew from there. I, I needed, I knew what I wanted to do in that moment. I started off with the cake, started off my Thanksgiving special. Double back when my Christmas special was a little bit bigger. Decided I wanted to dress up in a suit and tie. And I think I didn't come up with that decision, um, which ended up being a critical branding decision for the business until the morning of my first Thanksgiving special. Because I, at the time, was 18. Um, I'm trying to move and shake in any room I could get into with these cakes, cupcakes, whatever, to where I said I need to dress up in a suit and tie. Mind you, I like to dress up anyway, so it wasn't like it was a big deal, but I felt like it would be a good way to represent myself moving forward because as a young 18-year-old, people aren't as inclined to play with me (laughs) if I show up with a suit and tie as they would if I just pulled up with a shirt on. You know what I mean? That's kind of how I looked at it, and it kind of ended up becoming the main piece of the business, um, which has helped us grow. Fast forward... um, 2016 we started with our that's when we introduced our red velvet cupcakes and our raspberry swirl cheesecake and our red velvet cupcakes to this day has become one of our best sellers like people cannot keep their hands off the red velvets and hold on if you like red velvet cupcakes you have not truly really tried red velvet until you try to desert red velvet cupcake because the way it just the way it just melts in your mouth with the with the <clears throat> I'm not going to hold you.
2: I had two of them today, to be honest.
3: Steve had to have two of them today. I had to bring some in the car because I was coming from the Bay to LA to make this happen. So it was only right we brought a few cupcakes for the people out here to give them a chance, man. Um, and I appreciate it. Cause nah, honestly. Things flames. Appreciate that. But yeah, that's kind of what the start of Desserts and that kind of was the first legit business that I started. Yeah. Um, which kinda got rebranded off of D'Artagnan's desserts that I started when um when we were in fifth grade when we were ten. Wow. Um and the reason I started D'Artagnan's desserts this is shout out to a young hustler Steve, right? In that moment in time, fifth grade was a crazy year over at St. John's, man. Crazy year. Wasn't it, Steve? It was crazy We yeah. went
2: through about, what, three teachers?
3: Three teachers, a little turnover, a few arguments here and there. Jeez. It was a lot that oh, year. Stolen, uh,
2: what, what, he stole some money from you, didn't even give you the book, remember? <laughs>
3: the last teacher still owed me $25 to this day to this off time. of his comic book. So fifth grade was a year, but I could tell you what It was also the year of some hustlers. We started some businesses in that class. Absolutely. Um, now, mind you, I had always been about my business, but that was the first time I was able to see it happen in the class. So I said, "Oh, they getting money now? Oh, let me do this." Steve,
2: what was you selling at the time? Man, I was selling. I was selling. I can't even remember what they called, but there was little. Um Sugar candy strips.
3: Uh Uh-huh, them little, like, three-color or the solid
2: blue, solid red. Those candies. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'd pick them up for, like, a quarter. Uh, Nah, I think I picked up mine for, like, five cents. Steve knew where to go get them for the (laughs) low-low. I think I picked mine up for five cents and then sold them for either 25 to 50 cents, something like that. Sheesh. Sheesh. Okay, you the
3: money man. What's that that, uh, ROI looking like, (laughs) Steve? What's that what's that what's that ROI, huh? Talk to him. Man, what's that? Uh beat boot, B box said I ain't got that. 20 in my 20%, head right now. percent, something like that. That's not bad. Yeah, yeah, no. Nah, That's not bad. bad. Your yeah. markup wasn't that bad. If I was getting it for ten cent back then, I'm probably for sure. I was gonna tell him I was gonna do it for a dollar, but I'm capping. I might have tried to see if I could have got two for a dollar though.
2: Man, my math was way off on that twenty percent, but yeah.
3: No, I feel you. I was gonna let you rock. (laughs) Because who am I to question your numbers? It was wrong. (laughs) That That is funny. Um, but yeah. Um, and in that moment, I had seen Steve doing that. I remember there was uh someone else was selling something else at the time. There was a few different little businesses at that time.
2: That was that wasn't with you. You were you were with Andrew. You partnered.
3: Oh, I'm gonna talk about Dirtania's desserts. I'm trying to let y'all know. Everybody else that was Rachel? To, Didn't Rachel do I something? think she, I think yeah, her, she had I a, think her and that Janet or something had yeah, a business. Yeah, they had to. The I think they were selling sweat. sweets too. Yeah, I'm not going to hold you. We had a little competition. As a yo, difference. we had a little competition, but I think you had a crew of selling some candy. They was kind of selling some sweets. Um, and somebody else was selling something else. But they wasn't selling sweets before I came through with D'Artagnan's desserts. Because I pulled, but. Back then, I was doing it a little different, so I was so smooth. I said, "Oh, well, I could bake." So I went to, uh, I went into um, the little store. So I grabbed me a little Nestle cookies off the off the thing, take them back home, and the box brownies real quick, take them back home, whip them up real quick, put them in little baggies. Next week, oh, we got two cookies for sale, and and I had two employees at the time, right? I had and yo. My two employees, my hiring skills might be kind of off the chain, Steve. Yeah, you might be, need to get in HR. Don't. My first, uh, I got an HR partner. My uh, my first employee, he's now um, a big time model, and my other employee, he is actually the next Stephen A. Smith. So go. between the both of them, <laughs> Andrew at and Hunt. Hey, Where does he work? Yo, <laughs> wait on it. We might have some breaking news coming soon. Stay tuned. Stayed but tight. it is so crazy because those were my first two employees. And I remember I was just selling that stuff um, at school. I put them in the little bags. And that every day, if I didn't have an order already, we was walking around. I said, all right, take these cookies. Take these cupcakes. Take these brownies. We didn't have cupcakes. We just had cookies, brownies. And then I think Lena started... Uh, making the Rice Krispie treats. Showed, yeah, like the Krispies treats. And then I added the Rice Krispies to the menu, and that had the streets going crazy. So D'Artagnan's desserts. Come and get it. Boy, lunch, break time, after school, if I had it on me, you could have it. At that time, and that's how we was rocking and rolling. Um, And that's kind of where desserts kind of evolved from. Honestly, I said I wanted to rebrand this time, but when I was looking the branding, I was looking at it differently, and that's due to because we went through our Legal Shield days, mm. and in our Legal Shield days, we started learning a lot. That was really our my first business right out of high school, and Steve ended up joining it with me. Uh, what do you What do you remember from your Legal Shield days?
2: Man, I just remember it was a whole lot of networking. For um, sure, a whole lot, so lot of a networking. little bit about Legal Shield. It's a um, uh, network marketing program some people call it a, um, pyramid scheme or, or whatever, where you pay, you know, what was it? I think it was like 150 to get in. And then your job is to actually recruit people to sell a service, a monthly subscription and legal shield was, um, legal, um,
3: yeah, their goal legal, was to legal give, advice. um, like, access legal to consultation. Um, legal consultation for the everyday person, essentially. For, for a low price of, like, $20 a month. Yeah, something that was affordable to where the service in itself kind of had a good cause and a good mission, and um, it was something we gave a try. Um, my sister had actually had uh, joined, and I had started going to a few of the meetings with her at the time and decided to uh, give it a try um, and kind of became it. Very good at it. Um, and that was really the start. But in that moment, we started really learning about business because they started, A, showing us like the systems, the structures, and all that. But we talked about the mindset a lot. And that's all it was. Because the network marketing game... Before I now understand real estate like I understand real estate, I was going to highly recommend to every starting off entrepreneur give a network marketing company a try right because that cold calling i told you a little while ago we're not afraid to cold call but that's because of our legal shield days um that's going down your call law calling all these people um (laughs) and it gets to the point where you see how quick folks don't want to talk to you no more (laughs) and that's no joke um and the conversations might get nasty um and it's like, yo, I ain't even really wanted to go there. You know what I mean? But it helps get you stronger. It helps you understand the concept of going for no also.
2: Absolutely. I really think that it was more so um, just a welcome to the real world type of moment for us. Literally. Straight out of high school, trying this new venture, and we, we just got thrown to the wolves. And um, we, we survived, honestly. We definitely survived. We, we definitely survived. made some, some, some good money. For um, sure. But at the end of it, we found out it, it kind of just wasn't for us.
3: Literally, like, by the time, and it really only kind of lasted a span of the summer of 2015, if we're going to be honest. Like, right. my sister kind of joined early in the year. We couldn't join until May. My birthday's the 18th. His is the 17th. So we couldn't join until then when we were 18. So if I started right as I was 18, Steve might not have got into it until, what, maybe June we were done by what end of July maybe August yeah but when I tell you I learned a lifetime of information through that time frame because that's where I started reading the books that will help frame the mindset of where I wanted to go and I had started first understanding through this process you gotta get personally self developed and with that like reading books like Rich Dad Poor Dad uh, The Richest Man in Babylon um what um <sighs> What else? Anything damn near that Robert Kiyosaki puts out is something that you want to get your hands on, as well as um, how to win friends and influence people. How to? Um, um, there's another. There's another book too. Um, but it really just helps you. It helps you a understand how to have conversations and be more engaging with how you converse with people. Right. But it also helps you um, understand how to deal with conflict as well. Like, instead of me getting so abrupt and turned up when things may not go my way, it helps me have more more sauce to my game, honestly. Right. You know? like and redirect that energy. Literally. Into that's
2: positive.
3: Literally. And understand that, like, just because it starts off that way, you may not need to meet it that way. And it's in business, you can't meet it that way. You know what I mean? Like, a customer's trying to come at me crazy. I can't just now want to go wild out you know what I mean right. regardless if they're right or wrong I have to be able to be diplomatic with the conversation to be able to be like okay <clears throat> I respect that this that and the third can we have a conversation and swall- <laughs> swallowing your pride is definitely nothing easy
2: right.
3: it definitely isn't um, but yeah that that business actually really taught us a lot and kind of helped help shift because I knew what I was looking for when I was going to start desserts also Um, because I stopped that, um, in like, let's say August, 2015 desserts was launched in November. So that means in that middle time, I was trying to find something that I could do for myself because now I knew I was ready to be a full blown entrepreneur. If I doubted it at first, I definitely knew now, um, knew I was built for it, knew I was ready, but now I was ready to represent a brand that I can create, I can hold, and it could be my own. You know what I mean? Like, if I'm going to call these people, if I'm going to go through my call log and I'm going to tell everybody everything I'm doing, and I'm going to be so whatever about it, oh, it's going to be something I'm doing then. You know what I mean? And that's kind of where d came And that's why d ended up kind of like, I knew where I was going with branding because of my legal shield uh, days with d That's why I was able to come in straight up, suit, tie. I am your founder, CEO, and head chef. That type of bag, you know what I mean? Because I wasn't coming to play at that point.
2: Nah, nah I feel it. Honestly, man. man. So tell us about your uh, your move to LA. How did that go? Um, how, how you grew from, you know, twenty fifteen till till now.
3: Well, I actually came to LA when I graduated. So if we fast forward twenty fifteen. Did I talk about, did I talk about, I also, I don't think I talked about my days at working at St. John's. Did I? Uh, no. Word. Well, before I even came to LA, I, uh, started working at St. John's as well. And that's the old elementary school that we actually met each other at. And that kind of ended up being one of the best things I could have ever did. Because in that moment in time, I started working with the kids and, Quickly, I realized how fast they will brighten up your day. Yeah. <laughs> and it's something special about just being around them and their most honest and uh, transparent selves. Yeah. Um, but I worked there and went to school at College of Marin as well as did a, um, desserts and um, did a little DoorDash, worked the taste a little bit, did a few little hustles, whatever, um, until 2018, graduated at College of Marin, got my AA in, uh, business. And then transferred to Cal State Dominguez Hills later that fall of 2018. And that's when I made my big move to LA finally. Right before then, I had I had launched merchandise as well. Hmm. Um, Tell in them that summer. Merch. Tell them about the merch. Well, the merch was so crazy, and I've learned so much from when I launched it to this point in time. I launched it in 2018, um, made the connect with the supplier through one of my business teachers at College of Marin, and I remembered them by the time I wanted to make merchandise because I had actually dropped off some uh, dessert during the holiday season to them at their office and went over there, asked them had a great conversation and it ended up being a good connect decided to order a shipment the first shipment went well we sold out in a week but i asked for the smallest quantity at that time i, I went in there and moving smart they said you could get 40 shirts black and white you could get 24 hats black and white went well fantastic but this is where i've messed up ladies and gentlemen please listen I then also bought myself a few camo shirts. I bought myself a long sleeve. I bought myself a few different color hats. I bought myself the hoodies as well. So people started to see the big drip that d was coming with and like, oh, I need this. I need that. I need this. I need that. Through my lessons over the years, it should have told me, keep giving the people a little bit at a time, feed them, and then you can grow at your own pace. I doubled down the second order. Let me get the 40 long sleeves, the 40 black and whites. Let me get some camo. Let me get some hoodies. Let me get an assortment of hats. And in that moment, I moved. I was in LA now. So my business was big off of word of mouth in the Bay Area. So by the time I came to LA, not only do I need to just recreate, rebrand, and do all that with the business, But now I'm not even really cooking anymore. I'm selling clothes. So now I realize it's not as simple as in it's just merch, but it's a whole new industry now within the same brand that I had to learn a lot about. Rode around with that clothes in my car for a year. Um, Sold some here and there, but that was a long year that came with a lot of lessons. But I do thank God that I learned my lessons with a few thousand than a lot of thousand, you feel me? Yeah. Because learn now, appreciate it now. I know, and now to this day, I got the embroidery machine at home, I got the heat press at home, and when we rebrand and we re, and when we, <laughs> when we rebrand and relaunch later this month, then now it's on my pace. You know what I mean? Now it's how we want to flow, and we can gauge how much we can give away as well now. And I'm not set on somebody else's quantity, um, which is a blessing that I've gotten to see it full circle. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I really try to make sure I could um, learn the lessons through these challenges and not just try to look at them as L's,
2: you know? And that's 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 what life's all about, right? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I don't take L's. Only delay W's. That's all it is. Steve, That's all. I it think is.
3: one more time you should tell them what you're saying. Is- hey, man. We don't take L's, only delayed W's. That's all it is. I love it, man. Um, but then my move to L.A., to sum it up, it was good because I had you guys around. Yeah. I, had, I had what felt like family. I had friends at Riverside, Irvine, LMU, UCLA, to where I might have been alone at my campus, but I know every weekend I can go rock with y'all, so that was cool. Y'all, me, 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 and Hunter. Uh, you, Hunt. Alex, Vern was Veronica. here. Al was here. Undress, Undress was here. I mean, uh, we had options for a little homies. while at first uh, before all my folks graduated. Shout out to the class of 2019. But, um, all the St.
2: John homies,
3: actually. No cab. We go back. We go way back. Yeah. Way back. But, um, But that's what made it cool. But my day in the day, I was not liking school. I was hating it there. And at that moment in time, I was starting to see like... It was starting to feel like, why do I need it? And I started fighting with myself with that a lot. But I knew I was too far to give up. You get what I'm saying? So I tried to keep fighting for it. Tried to keep pushing. And with you guys being here definitely made it easier. But it did leave me with after the fact to want to find... Well, what makes me happy again? And what am I doing all this stuff for? You know what I mean? Because I wanted to get out here so bad and I got out here. And then it's like, well, wait a second. Why am I out here? You know what I mean? Now, mind you, I say all that to say, like, I made some great connections for an entrepreneurship at Dominguez Hills. So, like, I got straight into the Innovation Incubator there. And that was, like, an organization where business owners around... Los Angeles um, will come in as well as students. It's free for our students. And for business owners, they pay like 100 a month, but pretty much what it comes with is an abundance of resources. Um, Weekly uh, little classes where it teaches you so much. So that's where I learned about like social media marketing, influencers, Google keywords, um, how to run a nonprofit, um, how to run a business. What's the difference between for profit and nonprofit? Like every Wednesday and Thursday, they have so many classes to where, like if anything else, I'm gonna go soak up some game.
2: As you should. You know what I mean?
3: Always got to soak up some game. So that was good. That was cool, and I met a lot of great people. To where it made it to where I felt like, regardless of how I feel, I'm at least where I need to be right now. Right. Um, because in that moment in time, I heard myself saying a lot. Um, I feel like I got all my game from the bay um, on how to hustle, how to be an entrepreneur, how to draw, how to, how to be a go-getter and all that. But by the time I came out here and started being in those programs, it allowed me to learn how to scale up and learn how simple of a process from A to B, scalability can really be when you really can see it, you know what I mean? This man rhyming accidentally. (laughs) Steve, because when you got a multitude of game, you might just be able to do that. I appreciate you, fans, Gav. But, they, um, I started realizing how to scale my businesses up and everything, and realized like, oh, okay, so, this is it. So, me and Steve now, we're going to go meet people about co-packers. What is a co-packer? A co-packer is the person where if you want to get your raw goods, your dry goods, your mix, your liquids, whatever, into a grocery store, into a farmer's market, have it on you, sell it online, that's a co-packer. They go and do it for you. You give them your ingredients, you work it out. Me and Steve, when and met with them people, feeling like real businessmen, you know me and Steve, we'll go put our suits and ties on, our crooked shirts and button up, walk in there. And had this conversation with these people and learned so much. Um, That was one thing we wanted to do. Uh, The other thing, we were thinking about turning desserts into a big like catering-style business as well at one point in time. Um, To where it was just teaching us a lot, honestly. Yeah.
2: I agree. I definitely agree.
3: Yeah. um, What would you say? Enough about me, desserts, and that. What would you say has been, like, your top experience while being out here? Like, tell me what's your, uh, <laughs> tell the people what's one of your only in L.A. experiences, if that makes it better for you. Only in L.A. That, like, you would be like, oh, like, because you had a few moments where you was living
2: a crazy life. Yeah. Man, I can't even. Steve said it's too
3: many just to give you one. Uh, man, I can't even really <laughs>
2: give you one, to be honest there's a lot of a lot of great experiences. Um one of them was actually pledging for uh Delta Sigma Pi, which is okay a, a business fraternity that I that I pledged for. Um and it just taught me a whole bunch of like tangible skills of um you know, using a calendar like before then I I, I never used the calendar uh okay, using the kind of helps you stay organizational good. skills and okay. stuff like that. Um interviewing skills I Give me an interview. I'm killing it. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. But structurally, like in, in sync type of thing, um, and you know, uh, resume skills and stuff like that. So it was it was it was really nice um, being a part of that. That's super dumb and just learning, sitting back and learning from from people, elders, and also people who um, who's in industries that I uh, wanted to get into. So that was really nice. That's dope. I'm happy to hear that you
3: were able to get that experience. Yeah. And I'm even more excited that we get to now share it with them.
2: No, absolutely. But Definitely. Be just, stuff like that in the future. Literally, that's all we want to be about. What, what do you say, D? What's it called? What? Spread the sugar. What? Spread
3: the sugar, share the wealth. Well, since you said it, Steve, great segue. Let's get right into it. This is going to be the first time we introduce our Spread the Sugar, share the wealth segment. And this is where me and Steve will both highlight. 2 Black-owned businesses, give highlight into the entrepreneurs behind the business, and how to reach them. And this is just one of the many ways we want to use our platform to help amplify these Black voices and support our own. Because if we can create this ecosystem, we'd see something great. So, Steve, what is your first business you want to highlight?
2: The first one I'm going to highlight is uh, my homeboy, Jordan. Jordan called, has a, a do-rag line called gotcha. sink or swim. Sheesh. And you know, I got to stay
3: swimming, so. You got to stay swimming. You Steve know. got waves. I'm not going to lie to you. I heard them rags so good, I might be able to get waves myself. And if you looking at the video, you can see I'm rocking the baldy. So that should tell you something. <laughs> <laughs> Steve, how can you reach them?
2: Uh, I, think they're, I think they're on Instagram. On Instagram?
3: They're on Instagram? Here, let me see if I can pull it up. It is at SOSDurags. Let me break that down to you. At SOS.DURAGS. And it says DM to place an order, ladies and gentlemen. Give them a follow. Give them a like. Give them an order. Um, the first business I want to highlight is Handyman Enterprise. Handyman Enterprise is my dad's business. Um, My dad is a handyman. Shout out to Pops. Shout out to Pops. I wouldn't be half the man I am today with half the game, half the drive, and the tenacity without that man himself. And this is his business. He has a landscaping business where he will do pretty much anything you need around the house. You need new flooring? We'll get that done. You need your house painted, we'll get that done. You need outside done, we'll get that done. It doesn't matter. How you can reach him is at, just by calling him honestly through his number or through contacting me personally. While running businesses, I do act as a um, an active um, assistant and secretary. Um, so you can always contact me or reach him at 510-776-0043. Um, the information will, of course, be listed in the mentions in the comments and below, ladies and gentlemen. Steve, what is
2: the second business you would like to highlight? So this is my actual my mentor's business. It's mm-hmm. called Lion's Pride. Um, and it's a self-defense empowerment academy. Um, I like it. So we train our bodies to lift our community. We train our minds to teach our community. And we train our spirit to serve our community. Hashtag we train to reign. Um, I like so it. It's it's a pretty pretty nice school. Um, right now they're not active, but um, and they're also located in Los Angeles. But once they get active, you know I'll let, I'll let you all know. You okay. guys can find them on Instagram at Lions Pride um, with an extra E and an A at the end.
3: Got you. We'll make sure we break it down for you in the mentions. Um, the second business I want to highlight is. Um, it's from an entrepreneur i actually met the other day through steve it's a crazy story um she was on twitter asking for a uh to find a local realtor and what steve do for me Steve? what you do you know i have to add my boy <laughs> steve added me real quick he said yo make sure you say something i had to go there handle it had a great conversation with her name is Jasmine, correct? Yes. Met Jasmine. We had a great phone call, and her business is Acapé Home Decor. Um, this is a black-owned, homemade home decor uh, that is made just for you. Um, their Instagram is at a g a p e, home h o m e underscore. I think this is such a great business, and I'm excited to collaborate with her on more than just this. Um, stay tuned ladies and gentlemen, more to come. But that went so well, and I'm excited to continue to highlight other businesses as um, as the episodes go on. And ladies and gentlemen, if you know somebody that you would like to be highlighted in this Spread to Sugar, Share the Wealth segment, contact us if you want to be highlighted yourself contact us and another portion of this is we would love to get these different entrepreneurs creatives um just young people going for something honestly like it doesn't matter what you're doing but if you're doing it and want to get your story highlighted we would love to share it absolutely because that's just all what we're about because everybody has a story um, but with that being said, Steve, it is to the magical time. Do you have your song of the week? I'm gonna have to go with uh, "Touch the Sky." Oh, okay. okay. Is it by okay. Kanye?
2: Kanye? is that Kanye? Um,
3: I'm almost positive that is Kanye. Okay. Let's see if we can get Steve queued up, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. Yeah, it's, kind of, it's, it's Kanye. It's for sure Kanye on still, late registration. But, Touch the sky. Yes.
1: Let's get it. I gotta testify. Come up in the spot looking extra fly. (laughs) For the day I die, I'ma touch the sky. For the day I die, I'ma touch the sky. When they thought pink polos would hurt the rock Before Cam got the shit to pop The doors is closed I felt like bad boy street team I couldn't work the locks Now let's go Take them back to the plan Me and my mama hopped in that U-Haul van Any pessimists, I ain't talk to them Plus I ain't had no phone in my apartment Let's take him back to the club at least about an hour i stand on line I just wanted to dance I went to Jacob an hour after I got my advance I just wanted to shine Jay's favorite line, dog. in due time Now he look at me like, damn dog. you what I am A hip-hop legend, I think I died in an accident Cause this must be heaven I gotta testify Come up in the spot looking extra fly For the day I die I'ma touch the sky Gotta testify Come up in the spot looking extra fly yeah. For the day I die I'ma touch the sky Now let's take them high Top of the world, baby Top top of the world la, 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 la. Of the world, baby top, uh. top the world now let's take them high Top of the
2: world, baby Top top of the world Top top of the
3: world,
2: baby Top top the world That was Touch the Sky by Kanye West
3: that it was. Okay, let's see if I can get mine queued up for y'all real quick. Steve came with something. Steve came with some. Let me see if I could match that flavor. I think I got a little something for y'all real quick. Here we go. I'm feeling like as we go into this week, I want to give y'all a little bit of this. Successful by Drake featuring Trigger Trey. Let's get it.
1: At the money like it's unfamiliar. I get it, I live it to me, there's nothing realer. Just enough for solve your problems, too much to kill you. And when I leave, I always come right back here. The young spitter that everybody in rap fear. A lot of y'all it still sounding like last year. The game needs changing, I'm the motherfucking cashier. Nickels for my thoughts, dimes in my bed. Quarters of the cushion, shake the lines in my head. Take my verses too serious, you hate me Cause I'm the one to paint a vivid picture, no HD Yeah, I want it all, that's why I strive for it This me? you'll never hear a reply for it Any awards show or party, I get fly for it I know that it's coming, I just hope that I'm alive want for the it I money, money, in the cars,
3: cars in the clothes the I suppose Ladies and gentlemen, that was successful by uh, Drake Um but yeah, um, so it sounded like Steve. Not only did we make it through a pilot, but we now have made it through our second episode. How are you feeling, man? That's crazy. That is crazy. feel
2: good.
3: This is exciting. This, that it is. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this has been Real Estate of Mind. This is episode two. Yo remember who you are don't take no wooden nickels and again this is real estate of mine